This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You are on the line with Dean Beck. Matthew Wade from StarObserver.com.au joins us. Uh, He was at the media call for World AIDS Day. Give me your take on it. Hi, Dean. How's it going? Um, Well, I feel like it was pretty uh, uneventful in the sense that there wasn't a lot of information actually given to us. Um, A lot of what was said was largely symbolic, um, with no real practical implications for people living with HIV. In fact, nothing was said. Nothing was really said at all. Yeah, I felt like even when questioned on the strategies that they had in place um, and asking how practical they would be, a lot of the responses were around um, just saying, yeah, we're committed to fighting HIV, but there's no deflect, real kind of... Deflect, federal, federal, blah, 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 yes. blah, bullshit crap. Definitely. So we've covered that. What I haven't spoken about today is Melbourne becoming a fast-track city. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, that was really the only take-home thing, really. Right, and even then it's quite symbolic again. It's not really necessarily anything pretty much practical, but basically a fast-track city. So the UN AIDS have this initiative called Fast Track where cities around the world can sign up to it, and it's basically just a commitment to achieving the targets set out for 2020. So getting 90% of people on treatment and also 90% of people aware of their status and then obviously reaching towards zero new infections. So it just means that Melbourne's the first city in Australia that's really actually committed to that goal as part of the Fast Track initiative. Now, another great initiative, which uh, I actually had a go at Mr Foley's uh, advisors um, for scheduling this on World AIDS Day, mm. which I think uh, this is such an important issue, it should have its own standalone uh, day for us to be able to focus on. But burying it on uh, during the launch of World AIDS Day was a bad decision on their, his advisors' behalf. But a new children's book has been launched to increase awareness around the lives of children, trans kids' lives. And it's this a, is a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And I was really shattered that I couldn't make it along on So Tuesday. was I. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, a book was launched called The Gender Fairy um, that was written by someone, a local Melbourne resident. And it's basically a children's book that deals with, yeah, trans children. So it helps to increase awareness around the trans community, particularly young trans people. And you know, there really aren't any in that space. Like they do have obviously children's books uh, that are increasingly becoming more prevalent with queer characters, but you know, trans books are few and far between. Um, and so to have a local one, um, you know, it was it was actually uh, launched at St Kilda Primary School on Tuesday. Um, is really brilliant. But yeah, I'm hoping that through that that there'll be more like that that come out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and hopefully we'll be able to get along to it. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, um, there was a forum held this morning. You've just come from that. I just ran Tell over here, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit out of breath. But, um, yeah, so it was at the Wheeler Centre. Um, it was a forum on LGBTI people and disability, which is an incredibly overlooked issue. Sure is. Um, that intersection, you know, it's rarely talked about at all. Um, so there were people speaking. The Gender and Sexuality Commissioner, Rena Allen, was there, um, as were a number number of uh, LGBTI speakers that live that are living with disabilities. Um, and they spoke about a number of the different issues faced. I guess from that, one of the main things that a lot of people spoke about was uh, people that have disabilities that are LGBTI identifying um, who live in rural areas. It's really hard for them, which is probably a, a natural assumption. But I think that, you know, more specifically, things like access to different safe spaces, uh, places to explore their sexuality, um, you know, seek education, like it's really not there at all. Um, and even across the board in city and rural areas, like, you know, sex education was one thing that was brought up that was quite a big issue because... Even now, then and now, you know, sex education is 
99% focused on, you know, heterosexual, uh, able-bodied um, sex. And, so, and we don't give that space the attention it needs yeah. to deal with, you know, uh, the current state of play with advertising and all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we need these resources. Definitely. And that's what one of the, that was one of the calls to action towards the end just now. They were saying, you know, we really need funding because they've done some studies. Um, one, uh, Philomena Horsley from uh, Gay and Lesbian Health Victoria was talking about one of the studies they did where they got a small grant for it, but they were saying to really actually work out what needs to be done and to provide guidelines for service providers, um, they need a lot more funding. Um, so hopefully the Victorian government can look at this and hopefully something will come out of it. But, um, yeah, it was really interesting and important discussion to have or to start. <laughs> now, we spoke to Susie Taylor about this wonderful movie uh, that highlights the uh, LGBTI kids' formal. WA is looking to have one as well. Yeah, um, I think they're actually calling for Minus 18. So Minus 18, you know, for quite a while now have been hosting same-sex formals in Melbourne and recently, they very recently, they branched out to have their first ever same-sex form in Adelaide. But people in WA have also started a petition now asking for Minus 18 to host one out there, which really goes to show, you know, uh, across Australia, like, you know, teenagers want this. Like, they want a space where they can kind of be themselves, go with their partners. So I think, yeah, hopefully something comes of that. Did you have anything like that? Uh, No, definitely not. (laughs) Certainly not back in my day. (laughs) I mean, I grew up in the country, but I know even in the city, like, that wasn't, that was nothing like that, no. Look, it's tremendous work that uh, Minus 18 do, and those formals are fantastic. We should remind you to get along to the launch tonight, the first screening of the documentary titled Love in Full Colour. Uh, 6.30 for a 7pm sharp screening at the Lido Cinema in Glenferry Road, Hawthorne. Turn up, there's a couple of tickets left and uh, see that beautiful production by Susie Taylor. Matthew, I'd, uh, an interesting World AIDS Day. Um, great people, few outcomes. My sentiments, exactly. I was very inspired by the speakers that were there. It was incredible. Um, in terms of announcements made by the government, um, yeah, not particularly um, anything anything of use. <laughs> no, indeed. You keep up the good work um, and it was great to see you there in the media call and I'm glad that I had a witness uh, because... Uh, from some of the texts that have been coming in, you'd think I was making all of this up. <laughs> I'm Dean Beck. You can follow me on Twitter at Dean Beck on air. You can read Matthew Wade's stuff at starobserver.com.au. This Joy program has a podcast and you can subscribe to it at joy.org.au. Your community. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.